0: Nowhere California is currently in the middle of a Kickstarter campaign. If you wish to donate, please go to kickstarter.com slash project slash nowhere dash josh slash project dash nowhere. Anything that you could do would help us up a lot. Welcome to Nowhere California Presents, our conversation with Tracy Birdsong. Hey everybody, this is Josh writing solo again. If you know what that means, I get to talk to another creative and talented person. This time around, I will be talking to Tracy Birdsong. We'll be talking about her upcoming projects and, as always, her career in general. So, you know what? Without further ado, let's get to that conversation. You're now joined by uh, Tracy Birdsell. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing
0: great. Thanks. Cool. You're a very busy woman. Uh, Tomorrow, you're doing a shoot for uh, upcoming production? Um,
1: I'm very busy. We just wrapped one a few weeks ago. We started another one a few days ago, and then I started another one in May. So, it's very, very
0: busy, yeah. Ah, sounds that way um, I guess the best uh, place to start would be uh, When did you begin uh, acting?
1: Well, as a kid I mean, we did singing and dancing and all of that And then that kind of morphed into theater And um, then I did musical theater growing up And then my first union job, I was 15 I did a Sunkin Soda commercial And I did their commercials for about 10 years And then when I got into my early 20s And I started looking, you know, regular acting jobs And stuff like that I've basically done it my whole life
0: did you uh, study uh, theater arts in your time during school or anything like that? I
1: did. I did. Yeah, I studied it in school, and you know, we still study. Like, I haven't had time to study in a while. I work with a coach. I work with Margie Haber. But um, you know, when, when you get downtime, you still study. There's, there's always more to learn, and, and we're studying even when we're watching something and seeing what other people do. And you know, it's, it's a constant. It's a constant path.
0: That's a good way to look at it. Um, what aspects do you look at before uh, signing on to a project?
1: Well, you know, when I, when I read a script, like when they send me the script, it's like, if it's a comedy, I have to laugh. You can't, you can't read a script and go, oh, that was a really good script. You, know, you have to actually be laughing when you're reading the script. And um, when it, when it's a drama, I, I like I like roles and arcs. And lately, starting out in science fiction, um, I, I, li- I like kind of badass characters. Do you know what I mean? But, but so it's always something that you can... More as an actor yourself where you can grow and learn something and
0: where your character goes somewhere. So something like where you can see yourself as a viewer being a part of that project. Pardon? Uh, basically, you kind of look at uh, from the viewer's aspect for the project that you're looking at.
1: Yeah, I think so because, because our whole point is to entertain people since I grew up doing stage and singing and dancing and all that. You know, that feeling of entertaining people is amazing. And so when I when I read on a project, it's like, oh, is this interesting? Is this funny? Is this, you know, and do I, and, and is, it, is it something that, you know, that I, I usually when I do a project, I
0: want to do it so badly that I couldn't say no. That's definitely a good way to look at it. Um, you were just talking about your life uh, working on stage and everything, and also, too, you've done time working on film and also television. Is there a format that you prefer above another?
1: You know, I love them all when I'm doing them. So if I were to look at them from the outside, I love doing film because you really immerse yourself inside of a character. You get to grow with that character, and so you're waking up every day and you're still that character, so that continues to, to, to morph as you're, as you're doing it. That said, it's fun to go in and do the, you know, the few-day parts on TV and stuff too just because it's kind of dipping your toe in something else. But I think if I were to pick something, it would definitely be film and the, the, the characters and just kind of getting to know who that person is and then living that life as them.
0: Uh, with uh, working on film, uh, how much uh, importance do you see the uh, cho- the choices of uh, the different members of the cast and crew, and uh, actually location? How much do I what? Uh, see, uh, look at the importance of the different cast uh, choices and the crew members, and uh, actually locations. It's
1: like so important. I mean, we've actually been we spent Valentine's Day at location hunting. <laughs> <laughs> It's so important, and the the, the other cast members, it's so important, too. I mean, a film that I did a few films ago, um, they signed me on, and then when they got down to the last few choices, they're like, "Well, you know. So people ask my opinion, and I always want to work with really interesting actors. They don't always have to be famous, but I like them to be interesting. And one of the problems that we have here in L.A. is that so many actors are trained in auditioning. But then once they actually get on the set... They're not trained in what to do with that character. They're trained in how to present it in order to book the job. It's a huge part of LA, and um, so you kind of have to go past that, and you have to get to, you have to, get to know people's personalities. And in the last film, we sat down and kind of, you know, I had to sit down with the people that we were going to cast and just kind of see how they think and how they work. And then also, are they going to be okay on location? Are they going to flip out or things going to be too difficult? Because a lot of these things are very physical and demanding, and you know. So it's, everything's important every little piece of it's important and your crew has to be they have to get along so well you know, it has to be like a well-oiled ship you, know, it can't, um, you, can't, you can't have your blips because that's where you're
0: going to it's going to cost you money it's going to cost you time definitely um, you are just talking about the actors in LA living kind of that um, audition mentality do you have any advice for the actors out there that are trying to break through the auditions and try to find that steady job
1: you know, i think one of the things that really made a difference with me over the last few years is i treat i love that people want to see me act so if i'm not shooting something if i get an audition i don't think oh my god am i going to get this i think oh yay somebody wants to see me act you know and so then i prep the role like i'm going to go shoot it and so when i show up it's like i'm really enjoying that moment and then i try not to think about it afterwards but i think that too many actors are just like oh my god i have all these auditions and i do this and that and they're like And they won't get off book, they won't learn the lines, and it's like, this is a full-time job whether or not you're shooting, so you should spend that eight or ten hours a day, and you get off book and you find out who the character is, and you delve into what happened before, and who they are, and how they walk, and how they think, and how they would react to things because they're all different, and that's what makes a character interesting. It's not just being acted, it's not just seeing the words and... You know, so I think that if they treated it like a
0: full-time job, then it becomes a full-time job. You only get into it like you, you only get out of it what you put into it, just like anything else. Oh, definitely, that is definitely the truth. There, um, you were talking about how you enjoy the kind of the film side of things more than just kind of the stage and uh, television life. Uh, do you see more freedom in the independent world of film compared to the mainstream?
1: Well, the nice thing about independent film is that they want me to play.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's
1: like I, I don't have any problem getting independent films, getting lead roles and in independent films, and, and that's a glorious thing. Now, if I were to, you know, I've worked on some, some bigger budget pictures, but I've gotten smaller roles. So I think everything is, is working your way up and amping your way up. I think it's definitely much more interesting to do independent film because there's so much room to grow, and there's so many places in order to take a character. And at the end of the day, we really just want to be working with actors. You know, we want to we want to get paid to go do what
0: we have fun doing and what we find interesting doing, just like anybody else. That's true too. Um, you are talking about the upcoming projects that you've been working on. Um, do you find it a little bit frustrating the anticipation and the wait before the uh, project is released?
1: No, not really. We just wrapped. We just wrapped at the edge of time, and um, like I'm really excited to see it. But I get to see the footage, and I've got the stills and I have got the stuff off of it so it's, it's, it's exciting I think I would be frustrated if I didn't have another project to jump right into you know a lot of people like a film like that I'm doing two films down I've already had to get off book on it because I won't have enough time in between projects so I always have something that I'm working on that's my next project and so it isn't frustrating for me at all yeah but for some people I think it is if it's the only thing they have going then I think it would be really frustrating
0: so the best advice there is just keep working
1: Absolutely, because it's hard, it's hard to, I always tell actors, you know, they, they ask me, you know, because I have a really good publicist, and, um, like, gosh, I didn't get mention of that project, especially this last one that we wrapped, you know, those press will go out. and I'll say, and, and they're not working, and I'll say, well, the hardest time to get work is when you're holding still. So if while you're moving, if you're publicizing it, and then you get your next project, it's, you just kind of have a momentum going. But if you stop and you hold still, then you get frustrated, you get sad, you get, you know, anxious, you get all those other things. So the best thing that actors can do is to keep that buzz going so that they get that next job so that they're
0: not holding still. Uh, with some of your upcoming projects that you have in the pipe, uh, is there any of them that you can tell us about, such as uh, who's Jenna Jameson or the Death Machine movie?
1: Yeah you well know, Death Machines actually that's been delivered.
0: Okay. So that's getting ready to come
1: out. And then at the edge of time, that's in post. And um, then this next one that I'm working on right now is called Robot Armageddon. And um, we're actually still casting some of the parts of it, but we've already started shooting it. And that's a science fiction film that takes place in the distant future and it depicts the over the overthrow of humanity by artificial intelligence, by AI. So that's a really, really exciting film for me and we're 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 doing some traveling with this one. Our locations are amazing, we're gonna go. And then we have some scenes that are shot in Scotland that we're going to go do too, which is really, really exciting. But I know everybody wants to hear about who's Jenna
0: Jameson. <laughs> it's a, it's, that's an heresy title.
1: <laughs> I know. You know, it's so funny how when that press release went out, the film put out a press release. And um, my, my Google, you know, you get those, I don't, I don't know what you call them, the alerts. And I had like 300 of them the next morning because it really, 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 like everybody picked up on the story. It was really funny. But, um, that, I was shooting on the East Coast. And um, I play, of course, a doppelganger for Jenna, Jenna Jameson. And that's one of those scripts that he, he has. Thomas Baldinger, he's the, the writer for that with Sixty Four Productions. He, um, he sent me over a few scripts, and I met him at an event. And I just laughed so hard when I read that script that I wanted to do it so badly. And they wanted me to do it really badly. So it's like, you know, match made in heaven. So that's going to just be so much fun and, and the public's going to love watching that too so it's a really it has some great twists
0: and turns but it's definitely adult comedy you know it's funny but that's a, a lot of these titles I'm just in there going like okay i got to keep mental note on that one that one because they all sound insanely interesting oh
1: it's so much fun I'm having such a good year yeah I had a great year last year and this year's already even better We're well, only in
0: February <laughs> <laughs> that's a good start to a new year um you were just talking about your uh conversations with the the writer of who is Jameson, um, how much do you look towards the writer also when you are looking at a project? Even if you're laughing at the comedy roles or noticing the arcs and drama, is there something that you look for towards the writer too?
1: Well, you know, when you when you perform a role with independent film, they give you a little bit of distance, you know, so you can, you can take it in some different directions. They're usually very, very open to your thoughts and ideas of what you see with the character. But the, but the and um, so, you know, if, if the writing, at the framework isn't there, even if the character's great, then, you, you, you know, you can kind of, when you read a script, once you've read as many of them as I have, you kind of can edit them in your head. You can kind of see the whole thing, if they were to catch them well, how it would turn out. And um, he's a really good writer. I mean, I've read a few things that he's done now, and he just, he really has it. And so... Yeah, you. But you don't really judge it as the writer. You judge it as the project. It's just your initial view into the project is the, what the writer put on the paper. And then when you're when you're reading it, if you've been acting for a long time, and you kind of you almost kind of play it while you're reading it. Like you can see the different characters. You kind of you can, they kind of I don't know. It's just a visual thing. It's not just you know in your head. And um, but that is, you know, the your initial draw to the project. Like, what did they put on the paper? And, and what can I do with this? And so you're thinking about, you're already thinking about what you're going to do
0: with the character the first time you read it. That's definitely a great way to look at that part. Um, with everything you've done so far in your career, is there another creative aspect that you'd want to attempt, like in film or if you return to stage or television or anything like that?
1: I can do. I'd love to do a fantastic stage production. I haven't done one since I was twenty, and uh, so I would really, really enjoy that. But I, but but I don't want to do it because that would mean that I don't have a film that I'm working on. Do you
0: know what I mean? So, oh yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> so if I if I got a slow point, I would go do a stage production just because I haven't done one in so long. And um, but I think that a lot of the things that I really, really want to do that I hadn't gotten to do in film. I've done over the last few months or I'm doing and so that's really exciting I mean a lot of the um, I got to be you know dirtied up and I got to bloodied up and I got to fight and shoot guns and I mean just all those things that you know we always want to do I'm a very active person so I really like the fighting aspect of it and so I kind of like these badass characters
0: it's a lot of sense for me that's awesome Uh, thank you so much for uh, talking with us Tracy today Um, is there Any other projects that we may not have covered that you want to talk about or uh, where we can find you online?
1: You can find me online at www.tracybirdsaw.com and that's T-R-A-C-E-Y-B-I-R-D-S-A-L-L.com and there's links to everything on there. There's links on my social media. The only thing there's no link to, I believe, is my Instagram. But everything, I think, is TracyBirdsall one Instagram and Facebook and everything like that. So, yeah, really easy to find online.
0: That's awesome. And, um... With Nowhere California, we have a particular uh, end question we like to uh, give our people that we interview, and so I want to pose it to you. Tracy, what is your favorite what-the-fuck movie moment? What's my favorite way? What-the-fuck movie moment.
1: <laughs> that I've been in or that I've
0: watched. And, and that, uh, you either watched or have been in. Uh, we interviewed Rob Polson, the voice actor from, like, uh, Animaniacs and... Um, Pinking the brain and stuff and he was his actual uh, what the fuck moment because he did this movie I think it was called Body Heat where he was a cameraman on a porn shoot I and mean, he was just he said like the entire time he was on set recording the movie like going what am I doing here what am I doing here what am I doing here <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: funny um, well, I'd, say, I'd say that my, my my upcoming what the fuck moment is going to be on with Jenna Jameson because it a really funny moment in there but of course I can't tell you that so I'll tell you about one that I did called Going Very Badly and um, when it got released, it was called Do You Like Your Balls? I don't know if you've seen that, but...
0: I've seen that uh, listing on your IMDB.
1: Yeah, it's, a really, really, it's so funny, oh my god. But there's a moment where um, I'm reacting to a story that this guy's telling, Michael Consiglio, the actor, about, about hunting. And as he's describing this hunting story, I'm across the room from him. I'm a trophy wife in this film, and she's hilarious. Francesca, that I have like this spontaneous orgasm across the room at a a party, and every time I've watched that footage, even in front of audiences, I'm just like looking at it going, what am I doing? Like, how did I like I did it so big, but it's because I didn't think about it when I did it, I was just like living it and it was really, really it was like, what the fuck? Yeah, so I would definitely say that.
0: That is awesome. Thank you so much for talking with us, Tracy.
1: Uh Thanks for having me.